Hello and welcome to Cutting the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben and as always I am hanging out with Mike, Hello, Claire hey. and Pete. Hello. Today is a movie episode special and we are going to talk about what might be one of the finest B-movies I've ever just watched. <laughs> the best worst movie The ever. best worst movie I've ever watched. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Not sure um, I'll watch it again. I'm not going to watch it again for another 15 years, probably. <laughs> but when I do, I'll be like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> it's still got it. It's still got it. It's considered a bit of a cult classic. Riley Roddy Piper. That's it. We're not going to give too much away. Well, thanks for the return listeners. I'll go through the, the details of the, the cast and what it's rated on IMDb, which may surprise you. Let's thank some new return listeners then. So where we are. Gateshead in the UK, Leverton, New York, Langor, Pennsylvania, Linz in Austria, Johannesburg in South Africa, Frankfurt, Germany, Ooh, uh, Novosibirsk in the Russian Federation, Mount Vernon, Washington, wait, is it Bicester or Bicester? Bicester, hasn't it? I think it's Bicester. <laughs> My Bicester. last company of work used to have a, a distribution centre there and I always used to call it Bicester. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's Bicester. Yeah, I don't know. Delray Beach in Florida. Hope you're doing all right after the hurricane. Oh, well, yeah. Perryville, Missouri. Phoenix, Arizona. Katowice in Poland. I've seen you before. Welcome back. Spring Valley, New York. Spring Valley, New York. Dublin, Ireland. Bournemouth, Oregon. Let's scroll up to the top now. Madrid, Spain. Bangalore in India. Ashburn, Virginia. Stevenage in the UK. And Guadalajara, Spain. Round off the top five. Thank you very much. Thank you. For listening. Tell a friend. Tell several friends. Tell... Anyone you want to. Just take their phone, type it in on their YouTube channel and subscribe them. Do that's it. A, that's what I do. Apocalypse Ball, that's all you need to type in. Boom. Well, and then you need to go on YouTube as Apocalypse Ball. Yeah. Cutting the ball in the PTA on all your podcasting platforms. And on Facebook at Come to the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse. Follow us on that, give us a like. We'll deal with some memes. Click on the links. We're dealing memes now. Dealing, <laughs> we do every day. We deal memes. Mike and I tirelessly mine memes. <laughs> Meme dealers, bitches. So let's talk about Hell Comes to Frogtown. Directed by Ronald G. Jackson. Starring Birdie Roddy Piper, R.I.P.D. Julius LaFleur. A guy who was only known as R.C.B. Clicked on his IMD profile. Still only known as RCD. Don't know who this guy is. Oh, bit of an enigma. Yeah. William Smith, Sandal Bergman and Lee Garlington, amongst others. There's a lot of, There's quite a large cast in this. Yeah, not the best cast you'll ever not see, really. Apart from Rody Roddy Piper. <laughs> Mostly women, other than him. <laughs> a lot of women. A lot of women who are just trotting around and you get introduced to for a couple of moments and then they vanish again but they're all named... Yeah, it was shot in 19 days. Really? Yeah. That You know what, for 19 days? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking amazing. One million dollar budget. It was meant to be three and they trimmed it down a bit. Lost some of the script as well. It was meant to be a bit longer. And I think an hour and a half suits it. Mm. Any longer, I've probably got a bit bored. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. This is 1988. So is this before or after they live? Good question. I've just thought of that. I don't know why. Research Man Pink, find us the year of They Live. It's a film called They Live. Roddy Roddy Piper. Now, this has an IMDb rating. Would anyone like to guess what it is? Hang on, let's give a... a Same year. 
Should we give our ratings and see if it matches it? I want I want you to guess what the the IMDb one is first. Well, I don't know what like, it is. I think it's nineteen eighty eight. They live. Oh, it's the same year. Yeah. Oh, is that the one with the um, specs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Specs that sees aliens or yeah. something. Yeah. You know what, Mike? Right, right, let's it, let's um, give our ratings first. So I'm going to start with Claire. What's your well, rating of this movie? I'll give it a good seven. Yeah, I liked it. Pete, I went six point five. Mike, six point seven. I'm at a solid seven, mm-hmm. maybe a seven point one. Mm. An IMDb? They don't agree with us. No, they really don't. It's a five point five. But it's a B movie. I take it for what it is, yeah. and for what it is, it's one of the most entertaining B movies I've yeah. watched in a while. No, and I've never seen that film. I want to say, I want to say, I've never seen How Comes to Frogtown at all. I wasn't aware of this until Mike brought it to my attention. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the Me fuck did I know about this?" This film is basically one man's wet dream made into a film. It is. <laughs> it completely is, yeah. and it's got everything. You know what? At one point, I was slightly aroused. <laughs> was that with the Frogman? No, end? no, uh, no, not that bit. Although I did admire his costume. <laughs> This film is set ten years after a nuclear war in the latter days of the 20th century. It's an apocalypse. We're wiped out. There's mutants. There's still humans. And ten years after, we try again to get civilization going. And there's provisional governments. And there's a, me- a-, a government agency called Medde- Medtech. Medtech. Michael, end of life as we know it, because they they haven't rebuilt everything, aren't they? That's it. Yeah, because 10,000 years of human progress has been blown to dust, but it tells us. There's quite a few holes in the plot to this story. You don't say. (laughs) For a £1 million budget, yeah. It's just a timeline thing for me, really got it. Yeah. Like it's ten years after the apocalypse. And there's talking frogs. And there's fucking full-on <laughs> grown men-style talking frogs and all that, like... And it's like, wow, that's a lot of evolution in ten years. <laughs> it's, a nuclear, it's a nuclear radiation. It's, it's the mutant genes. Yeah. For ten years down the line... All right, I admit your timeline is off, because you'd be looking at least two generations with the frog... Probably people would get there, wouldn't you? Years, if they'd have gone a couple of hundred years yeah, into yeah. the future, do you know what? I'd have given it a seven... Maybe even a 7.2. <laughs> that big one plot hole. <laughs> well, it's not the only one, but yeah. No. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyway, we, we start the film with a weird little montage where we meet a character called Squidlips who's getting mugged and he then shoots him and then Squidlips fucked off. Because he's after the Statue of Liberty. He's the Statue of Liberty in the sand, don't you? That's true, yes. He's, and he not... picks it up. It's a bit of a nod to Planet of the Apes. Like, it, it is, yeah. Yeah, it is. You maniacs! You blew it all to hell! Squidlip shoots him Han Solo style in a way, doesn't he? Yeah, and he says, that ain't the law, wieners can't have guns. <laughs> wieners can't have guns. Turns out he's a frog and he ribbits. He's not a frog. He ribbits. Oh, does he? He does. Well, no, he's not a frog, but he ribbits. Yeah. He has the illusion he's a frog, we thought. It's a, it's a double bluff, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Then we then cut to a quite a long montage, I thought. Of Sam Hell being of like posters of him and him posing in various action poses and things like that. Yeah. He's been captured and accused of rape against a was he the sheriff or a corrupt sheriff? Was he a guard? I mean, it was never really made clear. All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of like Judge Dredd, but without the cool helmet and un- under the orders of the ladies who are now running things, because presumably men have 
fuck things up enough so they just keep us around for a bit of... Well, uh, there's not many of us left. A yeah, bit of brute strength. You know, it's very much a matriarchal society world we're living in here, which Claire was very happy with. Oh, oh yeah, I was very happy with it. 68% of the male population was wiped out. That's why there's it's just mainly women. Mm. It's almost, well, just over two-thirds of the men gone. Yeah. I mean, good. you'd love to live in this society, wouldn't you, Claire? Yeah. Men are fucking ill, big style. I've <laughs> done for generations. <laughs> know, we, we, we've given some women the shot at fucking charge recently and they've not exactly done much better for us, have they? Let's face it. That needs to be a whole overhaul, sort of, you know, proper slavery type <laughs> situation. Yeah. Okay, on, all right. The trouble is, this guy, <laughs> somehow... Like Claire Prime Minister. <laughs> Somehow's in Sorry, not Sam. Claire's in a locker in cages, gents. Yeah. <laughs> We'll use you for your sperm, and that's it. <laughs> Pretty much what this government's like. Go on, Mike, sorry. I was going to say, you got Sam Elrin about, accused of sexual assault. Against young women, Yeah, it says. So like, well, is this guy like a post-apocalyptic rapist, or...? He's left a string of pregnancies in his wake. Is yeah. that what the nurse says to yeah. him? Yeah. yeah, and he's got the most potent jizz ever known uh, to their records if, kind of thing if you had a race of men bred from Sam Hell you'd win any war which they claim they're still fighting I don't know. come on he's Mad Max with a loaded jizz cannon uh, yeah but when it comes to it like you know as we're going to come to through the film he's, he's not he's not that keen is he he's not as keen as he'd like him to be I think he plays <laughs> it down a bit I do do you think I think he's just like keep it cool don't smile too much. Don't let him on that I'm fucking loving this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pointed out, it's, it's hinted at that even the this guard is like a bit of a rapist as well. Yeah. So is it just that they're like, well, fuck it, I can... It's, it's a dark future, in yeah. a way. But his charges were dropped because she became pregnant. That's it. So it's okay. Now, did the woman drop the charges, or was she forced no, to drop the, the charges? The woman dropped the charges because she became pregnant. Yeah. And, like and medtech, if you get pregnant, medtech basically treat you like a fucking queen, don't well, they? That's true. Yeah. So she was happy with the situation. Yeah. Because mm. she then gets like probably a nice penthouse apartment and maids and nurses to look after the kid because oh she's and then she probably gets laid again. She's fertile. Yeah. She's laughing. There's a sign, isn't there? There's like an embroidery. In the, 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 gen- the Genesis says, quote. It says, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and conquer it. Genesis 1.28. And the yeah. warning signs, say no to conduct. <laughs> <laughs> Join the future. Yeah, they have to repopulate and rearm before the other side. It's a, all it's still going. A, it's a baby race now. It's gone from an arms race to a baby race. Yeah, and this nurse is trying to get him to sign some paperwork to basically... Become government property, isn't it? Yeah, he? it's Junk's government property now. Yep. Because <laughs> we want a race of men like Sam Hell. And they put like a chastity belt with a bomb on it, don't they? It's, 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 this is very reminiscent of the Suicide Squad. Yeah. You know, where they stick the uh, bomb in their neck and say, if you go off our orders or stray too far without permission, then your head's going to blow off. Except in this scenario, it's Sam's penis. But if this man is so valuable and his seed is so valuable, why do they risk blowing up? Because I guess he's he needs to be uh, controlled. He needs yeah. to be controlled, and he also needs to submit. Mm. Because that's what this is. It's submission at the highest cost to a man. Mm. If but, any of us who were wearing a chastity belt lined with one pound of high explosive, we would do whatever that woman wanted because it's our dicks. 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's a fault in the equipment and it goes well, off, you know. That's a risk you're taking at this it's point, It's a high isn't risk, it? though, isn't it? It's a high risk. There's not many fertile men. But this this technology is probably very tried mm. and tested. Well, as as in the film, he, he wasn't really up for the fact that this was on him. No. Because he didn't realise at first. He was like, oh, OK, I'll take this off now, can I? She's like, oh, no. No, no that's on for good, mate. Mm. So we give your handler the code. Yeah. He's like, how do I pierce you? There's a flap. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, his job is to go out into the wastelands and shag loads of women. Well, (laughs) there's been an ambush by the frog people. You've captured a load of uh, soldiers, and most of them are women, and they're fertile women. So Sam is going to go on a mission with a couple of guards, a doctor and a guard, and go and rescue the women, and therefore, once he's rescued them, he has to impregnate them. (laughs) It's as easy as that. It's as easy as that. Get your way into Frogtown, rescue the hostages, get them out, get infill, made. exfill, exfill again. As it's, it's in the car, as in the truck that he's got to go in. It's like, I've put it down as the pink shag wagon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went for the pink passion wagon. <laughs> he says, I'm not going in that. It's got an M60 machine gun on top, which is just, I think it's remote control by the driver. It's fucking awesome. I love it. Obviously, that change of colour. Stands out a bit, doesn't it? As an uh, as an armed vehicle, you don't want it to be pink. It tends to stick out. Unless you're in the desert, or unless you're in the sky. The sky too. Do you work in the sky? I think so. There was some guy that had a pink plane, didn't he? I don't know. Well, the Pink Panther. <laughs> in World War Two. There's a red baron, right? Not the pink baron. No, no, it wasn't his LBGT. <laughs> on, our side, on our side, we did. We had a. I'm going to drop some bombs on you. <laughs> no, you can't say that. <laughs> You'll lose us the woke crowd. I don't dream it. I, don't I hope we haven't got any, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of the Pink Baron. I think there was. I don't know. Maybe I made it up. I mean, it's, yeah. it's basically, it's a Chevrolet van. Is it a Chevrolet, Pete? It's a Chrysler. Chrysler, sorry. An old Chrysler van, which I thought at first was an old British Morris Minor. You can see where the Brits nicked the idea from. Mm-hmm. Or the other way round. Probably the other way round. Possibly the other way round. With a machine gun on it. So because Sam's got this massive sperm count, it's always forgiven. He's like a string of pregnancies in his wake. We want this guy's dick. So they are on the way to the border checkpoint. Patrolled by these soldiers who for some reason get very confrontational even though the medtech ladies presumably work for the government and have the correct paperwork. They get all confrontational. Where's the guard? Wasn't he? He was sent there by, yeah, the, just... by the woman because he, he was beating up somehow. Oh, yes, he was sent to the He got demoted, border. didn't he? But it was still, he was like, well... I know, yeah. Did you notice on the side of their uniform they had some badges that said Toad Stomper? I did not. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Did that she cool. say that he was in for, like, sort of not productive as well? Mm. Oh, right, she, OK. She, yeah, she says that you're... you're he was improductive, and that's why he was getting sent to the board, like to, mm. to the board. Uh, so he, but he had a daughter, so maybe he'd gone sterile then. Mm. Just a quick FYI, we used to have pink Spitfires. There you go. World War Two. Thought so. Fantastic. Why the fuck not? Yeah, and it was f- camouflage in the sky. And to be fair, the SAS had pink Land Rovers in the nineteen fifties Oman Desert campaign. Mm. There you go. That was a bit of a desert, but it was a very bright pink. Mm. Anyway, but that this guy just like, here's the papers. You know, the doctor gives the papers. He's just like, ah, fuck it, go on then. Off you go. 
I just get, the, I just got the vibe that they were pissed that females are sort of taken over here, and they feel a bit. Yeah. You know. Because they weren't sterile men, they didn't get to fuck. Yeah. They are, aren't they? If they're sterile men, they don't get to fuck. No. It's mental. Bit of a feminazi state. Yeah. (laughs) That other one wants to fuck, and she. Yeah, she wants to fuck. She's infertile. Yeah. Why didn't the the infertiles just? Well, we'll get we'll get to her at that moment. Yeah. So basically, we find out about Commander Toady. If I can think of it, Commander Cody from the Star, Star Wars Clone Wars. Mm. I keep thinking of Toady from Neighbours. Fight <laughs> <laughs> oh, tired fish. Yeah. He's, he's going to catch the fertile humans in Frogtown. And I want to point out that he's rocking double denim in the apocalypse. He is rocking double denim. And I just put legend. I just, <laughs> you know what? The only thing saving him is a massive sperm cone, but I just give him a new uniform. He's, he's government property now where you can dress him. He's wearing a loincloth with his double <laughs> denim. Is that how you fantasise yourself about yourself in the yeah. apocalypse, Mike? But just yeah. the loincloth. <laughs> just the loincloth, yeah. No, I need a double denim. Yeah, you can't he'd do... be wearing like a double denim fucking... He'd be wearing like a denim G-string and a denim ah. waistcoat. <laughs> and a little loincloth over, over it. Like... Denim loincloth. Wrapping <laughs> me double denim! <laughs> something else if it was just a double denim it looked like he'd just stepped out the 80s anyway you know so they had to give him a little something just to and he was like here well it's a loincloth could be that or it was more of a banner like in destiny it could have been some kind of symbol as to how potent he was Mm. was he wearing it when he first walked in yeah oh no he wasn't knowing they gave it him maybe maybe it was a symbol yeah I don't know Anyway, he's like, I need to take a piss, and then runs, and then we find out that this belt has a double thing. It doesn't stop, just doesn't stop you fucking. It also shocks your dick if you go too far away from the doctor, and it's controlled by her earrings. Cool. It shocks his dick, and, it's, and then we find out that, obviously, it's linked to the doctor, and if he goes too far away from her, it explodes. It's got a pound of plastic explosive, and they, they just torture him. He's stuck in this chastity belt. He's got the, the hot, sexy, blonde doctor, the attractive army corporal, and they're just like, hey, just just teasing him. Oh, I've got to, I've got to keep you aroused. Because, uh, by the way, uh, yeah, the more aroused you are, the more potent you are. I've got, I've got a degree in fucking seduction. Relax. I've been trained in seduction techniques. Exactly. Quote. That's what she says. <laughs> And it was terrible, and wasn't it? What if the... I, I guarantee you that the, the, the corporal says the army because she strips naked. She, she knows he's got the belt on. I think that's another ploy. That's why she's not punished when the doctor comes out and says, Corporal, put your uniform back on. So after she's been in bed, in his sleeping bag, rubbing against him, mm. knowing that he can't get his dick out anyway. No, but she can get her, dick, her hand in her dick. She can get her hand in to get his dick under the flap. Yeah, but is that enough? Or is she just going to wank it It looked off? enough, didn't it? He seems to be enjoying it. He seems it. to be enjoying it, but is that just keeping a rose, therefore he's more potent? Mm. Yeah. No, I think she wanted a bit, didn't she? She might have wanted it. She, I think she started off following orders and then got a bit too much. Mm, maybe. Well, she said it. It's, it's a lonely time, isn't mm. it? It is. You get lonely. The next day comes more fun, though. It does when they get to Frogtown. Well, no, no. You, the mutant reservation. Not before then, when they find feral the feral woman. Oh, of course, she's the live woman found. Oh, actually, well, we missed a little bit there, because they enter the mutant zone, and he's complaining, isn't he? 
So they leave him to run along behind the car because he realises if he doesn't keep up, his dick's going to explode. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Which is what I thought was a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, they find the woman. They, they're chasing this poor woman down. She's escaped from Frogtown. It's... I don't like it. It's like, this is a bit fucking weird. This is a bit rapey. Because, like, she's got a motion detector and she's like, oh, left, right. And then they run this poor woman down who's clearly been, like, emotionally. She's emotionally broken. Yeah, they like, tie her up. time in front of Tie her up in, like, a nice little seductive. Bed. <laughs> well, like, she's like, she wasn't wearing them. She's like a slave tunic with a high thigh and low cut. Kind yeah. of sexy, to be fair. Yeah. Hogs tie her up. Drug her. They drug her. They drug her. And then just go, okay, Sam, do your thing. <laughs> and basically give her a hip no. And yeah. he's, like, he's like, what? What? He, yeah, to be fair to him, he is like, yeah. what? It's a bit dodgy, that bit, isn't it? It is a little Well, bit. the whole premise is dodgy as fuck. You well, wouldn't yeah. get this made now, would you? Well, no. You know, he could have just been like, hell yeah, couldn't he? But... He, you know, it's not. Well, he's questioning well, it, isn't he? Well, at, at, least, least, he, at least he's like, oh, you know, I don't want you watching me. I don't want this. Is this is I make love. He says he says he makes love. Yeah. He goes, I can't do it under these conditions. It turns out that he fucked a scene. He basically used his Canadian Scottish dick <laughs> to well to seduce her and. Get impregnate her on, it, her on his side kind of thing I mean yeah I wake mean, up in the morning and she's proper in love with him she's yeah. cuddling him and everything and that's the first third of the film right there so that's the first act of the film we set the world we've met the characters Sam's gone from bit rapey I think he was portrayed as her and did all well, the whole thing is isn't it well, yeah, but she but seems to fall in love with him but she seems instantly. To, he, obviously it's Rodie Roddy Piper and every woman that meets Rodie Roddy Piper falls in love with him we know this he's got immaculately feathered hair <laughs> even as the apocalypse he's got immaculately feathered hair <laughs> they all love him he's Sam Hell <laughs> call me Hell yeah he's got a reputation as being a badass and a great shag yeah, everybody's talking about That's it. It's like, what? Everybody's talking about it. Oh, my reputation goes too far. <laughs> so what are your ratings after the first third of the film? See, I went for a six. You're at a six, Claire? I didn't rate it, I just... Uh... Well, what would you give us after the first third? After the rape and everything. <laughs> <laughs> the, casual, the casual fucking... Yeah, five. Nonchalant. Yeah, five. I was just like... But then they woke up and they were in love. So I know, that kind of made it, it a bit better. Back up. <laughs> I mean, it is dodgy. That's, you know... What did I write? What, what did I write The whole premises, to be fair. Uh, he seemed to have fucked her, fucked a poor girl back to sanity with his Canadian-Scottish dick. This film does make me feel slightly uncomfortable <laughs> watching this with yeah. friends <laughs> as it is basically soft porn. <laughs> We used to have a channel, well, Channel 5 in this country is still going, but when it first launched, they were the first channel in the UK to show porn. It was soft very, porn. very, very softcore porn. All tits oh. and bush. Yeah. After the watershed, not on a Friday night. No penetration. Night. No like. penetration, just tits and bush. That's all you saw. Erotic thrillers, though, weren't they? That's right. The Red Shoe Diaries, David Duchovny, just coping with his sex addiction by making a show um, about sex addiction. <laughs> but So now they're on to, going on to Frogtown, aren't they? They're going on to Frogtown, and the doctor's like, okay, 
well, this is the plan. You're going to take me in as a slave because I'm so I'm like a I'm a pale skinned blonde haired hot attractive woman, and they don't get many of them in Frog Town. But she's the only blonde in this movie, if you noticed. Yeah. <laughs> she gets her BDSM yeah, later. Yeah. Well, she gets her BDSM gear on. Yep. She handcuffs Connor and Leash. She says, "No, no I'm your tie prisoner. this rope around my chest, putting some tip bondage on me, basically." <laughs> and she says, "Now I'm your prisoner." He and, loves that. And he says, know. I think I'm going to like that. He does love it. <laughs> but, you know, it's all a cover. He's going to go there, infill, exfill, exfill again. It, Frogtown's basically like an abandoned power station and they go into the what passes for a bar in Frogtown. There's a guy you, sat there reading the fucking... The Frog, the frog Princess. Frog princess. <laughs> 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 yeah. There's a frog burlesque dancer slash stripper mm. on the bar. He's a frog man as well. Who's a frog? Yeah, yeah she's mm-hmm. a she's a frog woman, a frog yeah. lady. She's like she's really hot, and then they they pan up her body. It's like ooh, hot, hot, hot. Oh man, you're just a racist against frog people. This nasty, <laughs> ugly frog face thing. The face wasn't great. Though. Well, she's got the makeup of the female gremlin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's right. That's that's who that, it reminded yeah, me it? of. Yeah, it's almost pebbly. A cross between that and the big bird thing in Neverending Story Two. Mm. I don't watch that. You know the bird. Never no, I never no. watched them. Do you films. know what I'm talking about, Mike? Oh yeah. His eyes are really close together, really big. That it looked like her face a little bit. Crossed well, with the e- either with the way, I'm sure she's highly attractive for a frog person. Yeah. But not to me. No, not, she's, not, not to people's. She's a handmaiden to the harem and there's the contact inside, isn't she? That's right. He gets given a drink, he's fucking... It must be gross. And he meets this glush guy. It is. It's glush that he, he what's drinks. It, what's it? glush? What sort of glush Oh, is? no, that's radio... It was radioactive... Yeah. Sludge, wasn't it? No, that's right. Yeah. It's what when they're eating later. Yeah. He meets his he meets his mate from before the war who he mm. thought was dead. Ten years hasn't seen this book. Lonnie O'Toole or Looney Tunes. <laughs> mm. He knows the bar owner. He's like, you want a bar for this girl then? Because obviously he's got the doctor there as a slave. He's like, yeah, I want a bar for her. Well, you're gonna meet Leroy. He's this is ripped off Casablanca. Yeah. The guy, the bar owner's got a white sort of tropical suit, a red fez hat, but he's a frogman called Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> The cause he gives him is slightly radioactive, but that's all right. Let's face it, everything in that fucking place is radioactive. Mm. I'm surprised Sam... While Sam's wearing that belt, which is probably lead-lined, he's fine. Every second he's out of that belt, they are damaging his fertility Mm. big time. And they're eating glush, which is boiled baby tortoise and ground lizard made into a paste. You know what? Sounds all right to me. It looked kind of good. I'd try it. Ground baby tortoise. Tortoises are meant to be delicious. Yeah, I'd go for Where they're getting the tortoises from in a radioactive wasteland. Why did the tortoises survive a nuclear war of all the animals? Just hiding under the shell. Just like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I can't eat Michelangelo. Uh, Oh, I don't know. You think there's something with turtles? I'll have a a chomp. There's something with turtles. They're not effective and stuff. Yeah, man. Reptiles, reptiles. Well, you would think reptiles survived the dinosaur fucking. Well, they evolved into. Oh yes, they did. Yeah, alligators. uh, 
descended it's only from really reptiles. That yeah, I guess. Stayed. Maybe that's where the frog thing comes from. Mm. Or some people believe we came from frogs. Well, what I like to do is a parallel between the frogs and the Native Americans on the reservation, forced onto a mutant I reservation. Bit, yeah. uh, second-class citizens. Mm. They're unhappy, aren't they? They're the humans herded them onto the reservations. Yeah. But what I like though is that Leroy the bar owner doesn't want the good doctor sex sla- as a sex slave, even though she looks like one. I suspect that's what she really wants yeah. to be to be Sam's sex slave. He wants she wants a dancer. Yep. Oh yeah. And I was like, good for you, Leroy. Good for you. And he's like, I'll give you fifty lilies, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, they trade in lilies. Oh, oh, good. Oh, oh. What are you gonna do with a lily? Oh, maybe that's just a it. Could be a gold coin with a lily on it. You know, we never see them, so I don't know. No. Yeah. Then we get a character introduced called Bull, who's a frog with an eye patch with a bull whip. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he he's, says, "Shut your hole." You're really. <laughs> A homosexual tone. Uh, it sounded a bit camp, to be fair. No private bartering Hilarious. in Frogtown. Nope. This is Come where I Toad, he's like, oh, no, no private barring. This was where I felt the film did take a step up. Really? really? You like the frogs? I liked, I liked the frogs and I liked Bull. I liked his spunk. <laughs> I liked the way he meant what he said and he said what he meant kind of attitude. To be fair, yeah, yeah. Do you want to know how much they spent on the special effects of the frog oh, well, at people? At least £2.50. Mm. 12 grand. Ooh. It's not bad for 12 grand, is it? They're not yeah. too bad. Some of the frog bad. outfits yeah. were good. Some of them were pretty shit. You got samurai frogs, oh, that's the cool thing. You got frogs, yeah. like samurai frogs with katanas and everything. It was really sweet. We had wakasashis, not katanas. Well, yeah. They were only the short ones. They were the short ones, it's just. Well, they might have been Koopatans, I'm not sure. But they didn't like the immortals out of 300. They certainly cool. did. The frog burlesque dancer is called Arabella and she wants to fight Commander Toady because he's taken the good doctor. And for some reason, he wants to. She wants to fight Commander. Toad. I don't know why. She's no. She's no reason for it. Yeah, that's not been elaborated on at all, has it? No. Bit of character development lost there, maybe. Maybe she's this. She's got was, her reasons. Maybe this is where they shrunk it down a little bit. There was a bit of character. Ah, you got a point there. They might have cut some character development. Yeah, yeah. You're right Thought, there, oh, we don't really need that. Fuck it. She tries to seduce Jack because she. Sam, sorry, because she knows. She knows about his reputation. She's, even they've heard about him. Even the frog we would have heard about Sam and was dick. Yeah, and she doesn't want any other, any other frog dick, does she? No. It, it's, the way, it's the way he kind of gives into her. And he, she's, she's kind of going for it. And he's like, no, no. She's like, oh, go on. Kind of basically, oh, please. And he's like, he goes, do me a favour then. <laughs> Just do me a favour then. And he pulls out a big big sack. Yes, and then sack. They, they cut... And the next scene, she's got this big sack on, kind of waiting for him, like, and he's like, look, he, he's kind of revving himself up, like, uh, mm. he's still got the belt on, though, that's the thing. Hot body, hot body, but... Uh, he's still got the belt on, because it starts shocking his dick, because the doctor's being dragged away. That's right, and then he gets saved by the beeper, <laughs> in a roundabout way. Saved by the beeper, obviously. And Looney and Arabella are watching this and go, nah, that's not doing yet. <laughs> I'll do anything yet, fuck it. We cut to the doctor who's got all the slave women, all the hostages, just dancing around her bed, getting her hot and aroused. It's like a tantric sex circle. Pretty much, yeah. Getting her ready for the three snakes. Yeah. The dance <laughs> of the three snakes. 
It's, it's more horrific than it sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she tells them she's there to rescue them, but they don't seem too concerned. They're like, well, well okay, but Just at the same time, <laughs> you've got to dance, otherwise you're dead. Yep. Hmm. We cut to Sam, who's been captured, and he's been captured by Bull, and he's got a chainsaw. He says, I'm going to do a bit of ex- exploratory surgery. He wants a belt. They want that med tech technology because yeah. these frogs are not as evolved. Well, they're like before the war, whereas med tech are probably, you know, they've advanced a little bit past it. Mm. Then his belt starts going off, doesn't it? Beeping. Yeah, he's, ah! he's screaming. But the best of it is that the chainsaw runs out of fuel at this point. Yeah. So he's quite relieved when he does get fucking the fuel back in it. He manages to cut the belt off, which then goes off in his face. Yeah. After expressing disbelief that they'd never put an explosive on a healthy penis. Yeah. yeah. And before saying, I've got to tell you, you're one weird dude. Yeah. Only to Samuel. <laughs> yeah, that's great. At this point, Louis and I are do run in, and he expresses a weird experience in using flare guns. He's like, I don't really use these, I've been using them for 30 years. And you're like, you really got to fire it in the air, mate. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Not brain surgery. No. (laughs) So technically, it kind of is rocket science. Yeah. (laughs) Paul manages to get a big, long drill bit. Yeah. He stabs Arabella, who takes the blow for for Sam, who then goes a bit like, ah, fuck you, kind of thing. I'd have slept with her if she had that bang on her head, but I did sleep with her. Yeah, he did look lost as she died, didn't he? Mm. He did, he looked very emotional. He was definitely getting a... A sort of attachment to her. There was as much emotion as Roddy Piper could convey yeah. in, that, in, that, in that moment, I thought. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And Sam kills him in return, stabs him through the chest with a drill bit and kills him. And she's Commander Toadie, who is rocking the Tudor look, I think. Oh, yeah. Fur boots, fur cuffs, big ruff around his neck. Yeah. I was like, you know what? For an apocalyptic outfit... That is not fucking bad at all. Even though you're a toad guy. So we could I was Commander Toady. He orders the doctor to dance the dance of the three snakes to the older Egyptian music. <laughs> and she starts dancing erotically, dressed like a, a harem slave girl from that particular culture, the baggy baggy blue pants. I think I dream of genie. Yeah. And she's arousing him. He's doing the old Vic Reeves knee rub. Uh, uh, there's a show called Shooting Stars or anything else in that. Where Rick Reeves ca, 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 ca. would get aroused by Eureka Johnson by rubbing his knees. I think he went to sleep with her anyway. Yeah. Lucky bastard. Remember by silence? Eureka Johnson is still gorgeous. Oh, back in the day, she was hot. She's still hot. Right now, yeah. And then we find out what the three snakes are. Yeah, right? the three snakes. He's got three dicks. Yeah. And they've been around. And they're all aroused. They've been woken. <laughs> Three fucking snakes. Mm. And she's not interested at all. She's certainly she? not interested. She kicks them in all three. It kicks all three of them. Yeah. We, we went to the finale after this point. So where are you for the middle act? I put a bit weird. I went a bit weird, but a I still bit went... weird. <laughs> Go on, you went a bit weird. That, no, that's all I wrote. A bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, where you at? Wait, what, what, so what rating are you in it, Claire? Any idea? Or well, I'm, I'm creeping up to six because it's a case of... Uh, it's a bit weird, but it's keeping me interested. <laughs> Not asleep yet. Well, I'd given it an extra 0.5 by that point. You're just seven? Got, no, I've gone okay. We're at 6.5 now. So I was at six. 
You said six, maybe six point five. Six point five was my overall. Yeah, right. Okay. Which we'd done at the beginning. Where did the point five come from, Mike? Yeah, it's just this. (laughs) Basically, I'm just thinking: How did they get anyone to fund this film? (laughs) (laughs) What is effectively this man's sexual fantasy? That we've put some action scenes in just to try and make it obvious it's not my actual sexual fantasy. I mean, it's so sexist, it's unbelievable, really, isn't it? You'd never get it made today, not a oh, chance. Imagine that. someone trying to pitch this to. Oh, I don't know, know, man. The whole women in charge, men are treated just like objects with the, just for their seed. The hunting down would... women to rape them, Ben. Well, no, that bit. Take the rapey bit out. Disney would do it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Females in charge, make it more woke. You could do a Disney and fucking probably remake this. Yeah, I'd love to show this to some woke freak. <laughs> Watch him blow the top. The thing top. is, it's not. It's we we think Sam's a bit rapey, but it turns out he's not because he's. I, all them women seem quite interested. The doctor's definitely interested. Yeah, because it's so unrealistic, right? isn't it? It's just so. Well, it's just a male fantasy. But we're girl. not talking. It's consensual sex. Yeah, but it's unlikely, isn't it's it? It's really unlikely. We're mocking. It's a fantasy <laughs> film. Oh, no. uh, consensual sex after the hypnol yeah. doesn't add up to me, but hey ho. I'm at a seven. I'm still at a seven at this point. Anyway, they save him, don't they? They save the women. They do the save the women. The doctor then proceeds to kick the two two toad guards' asses. She's not bad in a fight at all, is she? No. They fire the flare, or Looney fires the flare. Lenny O'Toole, Lonnie O'Toole. Obviously, they pick up the uh, samurai. Sword Get a samurai hands. sword. Yeah, off the guards. Yeah. Uh, the corp was on the way. At that point, there's a bit of a shootout, and the the corp on the gun can't it fuck all. She's new. You can tell them are blanks the way she's holding that holding that machine gun. She's not in anything. Mm. But still. And they're flying through the desert, aren't they? They are. Lonnie's dying in the back of the car. He's taking a hit somewhere on the way. Mm. This is the Mad Max bit, the rip-off, in it? Yeah. It, like <laughs> yeah. it did. There's a, like a armoured buggy with a tank gun. Yeah. You've got the Frogman leader sort of like coming out the top of the vehicle with his Mercedes-Benz necklace. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was a Mercedes-Benz necklace. It's, it's the it badge off the front of a man, yeah. isn't it? And he's literally just put it on Ripped a bit of chain. Off. Yes. They stop, they get out, don't they? They do, because Squidlips is there. Yeah. Who we think is this frog bounty hunter, but it turns out that he's not. He's the guard, isn't he, from he's, the very first... Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been trading arms for uranium to the frogs, and he, he's got this mad plan that he's going to be the first person to have a nuclear bomb after the war, yeah. and he's going to nuke the world and start again. Yeah, he said this used to be a man's world. Now there's too many women now. He says, I'm going to rid the world of these meddling madcap bitches. <laughs> oh, you know, you get that in. He wouldn't say that in the Disney reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly wouldn't. He's like, wow. There'd definitely be a happy ending, wouldn't there, in the Disney reboot? Oh, so there's a happy ending? This is kind a happy of. ending as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, they'd all start dancing and... Singing and dead, they'll make love and have lots of consensual babies together. Sam Hell definitely has a happy ending in this movie, I can mm. tell you that much. Oh, yeah. He's like got a gun on them all, and he says to the girl behind him, like, the sword on my back. He's like, he pulls a die hard, doesn't he? Yeah. He's, what he does. he's actually pointing an RPG at them. He's pointing an RPG, yeah. 
He's pointing an RPG at them, which wouldn't go off at that range anyway. It'd go through you. It wouldn't go off though. No. Cause he's gotta he's gotta travel thirty meters for the fuse de- fuse activates. Mm. But still it's an RPG, it's impressive. And then you know, Sam pulls a die hard, he's got he's got a samurai sword strapped to his back. He throws a sword through him, the guy somehow escapes. I don't know how he's alive. Yeah, falls, he falls off this off cliff. cliff falls off a cliff. With a he's, sword through his chest. Yeah. He goes down to finish it. Right? And the doctor's like, Oh yeah, no, come back to me. Mm. I'll be here waiting. He yeah, doesn't notice that this doctor's got a fucking RPG under him. He just kind of gives the body a bit of a nudge with his toe and fucks off. He's got an RPG. These things are like fucking five foot long. He's not concealing that. Yeah. Turns his back on him and then he, he turns over with the RPG, about to fire it. He slips in the dirt and Radio Roddy Piper hears it, turns around and shoots him in the eye. He does, straight through the eye. Mm. He's got the RPG now. Ho, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> he goes back down the cliff and he finds that the the pink shag wagon has been destroyed. It has. It's and complete. he seems quite gutted, even though there's no charred corpses about. Mm. Therefore, you know, no one's uh, dead. He seems like, oh, my God. Tony comes to him, doesn't he? He's looking for the RPG at the buggy. It doesn't go off. No. Was it all a bluff? Was it just that dude, that corrupt border guard's plan just to have sex with all them women? What do you think? I thought it was just a duff, you know, sugar. Could have been a duff thing, could have been a bluff. It had been dropped down a fucking mountain, Mm. first off, and then, like, you know, it was probably knackered. Anyway, for some reason, him and Dodie have a fight on the edge of a cliff. I don't know where the cliff come from, because he's just come down from the cliff. Yeah. But either way, he's on the cliff. He ran off, didn't he? Ah, oh, that's right, he ran off. And then nearly fell off the cliff. Yeah. And he turned round and Tony was there, jumped on him. Mm-hmm. He did, he was an epic jump. Fighting. Pokes him in the eyes, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Sam pokes Tony in the eyes. You know, at that point, though, when they were fighting like that, I was thinking, I'd be punching that fucker in the eye because they're protruding eyes. <laughs> I'm going to punch his eye into its yeah. fucking socket. You're standing there like that, Mr. Frogface. I'm going to punch your eyes back in your head. Easily. <laughs> Couple of rabbit punches. <laughs> like, uh, well, yeah. Maybe you can get a metal bar shoving his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to a previous episode. <laughs> They're scrabbling for the sword. At this point, Toad is hanging off the cliff, but he's hanging onto Sam's leg. And Sam manages to, to finally get it. Cuts off Tony's arms and then falls to his death. Yep. And at that point, all the girls come out hiding and they're all like, Yay! We're alive! Look at us! And then Sam's face lights up because he's like, Ah, shag first. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> he kisses the doctor after a little mock argument. He then says, Hey, the belt's gone. Why didn't you run? He's like, why would I run? He's like, yeah, because there's nine women here that you've, you've got to have sex with. <laughs> Well, she he kissed her and she didn't like it. She was like, oh, and she went to use her earring and he was like, ah, it's gone. Oh, why didn't you run? And then, then she realised that he came back for her because he obviously had some kind of feelings for her and then she was like, ah, oh, I'm wet for you now. 
And that was pretty much it, yeah. And she yeah. basically says, I'll wait my turn after you finish with them women. Yeah, yeah. And we'll have two weeks we'll, off. We'll, get, we'll have a couple of weeks off. I'll ask the boss if we can have a couple of weeks leave. And after your duties, after your duties have been performed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a soldier's work is never done, yeah. is what he says. Yeah. yeah. Like, Fuck me. And that's, that's where it's the end of the film. So this is literally one man's sexual fantasy. Oh, yeah. It's daft. It's genius. He wrote the script in six days. Some guy had a dream <laughs> at night. It's he a classic B movie of fair play. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. My I, thoughts were, and they will live happily ever after. That's what I wrote because they sort of it might as well have driven off into the sunset, mightn't they? Yeah, well they did. Yeah. They did drive off into the sunset on that fucking crazy Mad Max vehicle. Yeah, but then is it great for them women being forced to have sex with well, that man? They were quite enthusiastic about it. They weren't being forced no more. They were all they you've were got all wet Rod, for him. Ex- you've got Roddy Piper's loincloth double denim and immaculately feathered hair. As a woman, you're not resisting Claire. Are you They're resisting all Roddy Piper? Like queens when, yeah, when they Claire. get back to you know. Okay, if they get pregnant. Yeah. It's like when, when he said when she said, "Oh, you turning down Roddy Piper in an apocalyptic scenario?" No, not after ten years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when there you she, go. She said about his duties being performed. Is that my duties? And she looked round at the women, and he looked round, they're all looking at him, basically rubbing their nipples at him. So they were all up for it. Yeah. Ten years, Mike. Only had his frog dick. <laughs> <laughs> then they may not have had frog dick at that point. Maybe not. They were slaves, they weren't were they? Because they were hostages as well, weren't yeah. they? Because he knew he could sell them back. Frogs haven't got dicks, either. Well, he's got three. He's got three, yeah. Yeah. Shame we didn't see him, though. <laughs> I was kind of interested to see these three snakes. Would they each have a bollock or would they have like just two for the three? Well, that's a good question. I'd like to think there's three bollocks at least. <laughs> like, I would think there's like two under each. Uh, two, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be over over bollocking. Too many bollocks. I think that's why it hurts him so much when she kicks him in each one because I mean, getting kicked in the dick stuff, but we're getting kicked in the bollocks isn't either. And she's going to make, the way she went up, she was making a connection with her bollocks, wasn't she? Mm. She kicks him under the legs. Speaking of bollocks, it is a bit bollocks this film, isn't it? <laughs> I give it a seven, mate. I, I liked it. It's you know, funny, it's dodgy, it's... It's a banned sexual fantasy portrayed on screen with some extra action scenes to make it seem like it's not his sexual fantasy. <laughs> what were your final thoughts on this? I love a B-movie. I really do, and I don't watch enough of them. This, I, I love this. I'm always a sucker for a post-apocalyptic movie, mm. apart from The Postman. Mm. That sucked. And it's quite pertinent, really, after Putin's just threatened to nuke the satanic West today. Well, he can threaten all he wants. The satanic West, eh? Mm. Yeah. So there are parallels to be drawn. Maybe in ten years, if we're still fertile, we'll be hunted down by medtech. And One can only hope. One can only hope, eh? <laughs> These are some... Right, yeah. Might be a silver lion into that mushroom cloud after all. <laughs> Not if we're in fucking Telford, we ain't. Well, that's a, yeah. This place is target, mate. It is a target. You're right. If it if it does kick off, I'm fucking grabbing my kids and we're driving as far away from Telford as we can. And yeah, genuinely. Where would you go? Don't give a fuck. Just Welsh four, mountains, I guess. 50, yeah, 60, mountains. 70 miles away from Telford, if I can. Remote places you can find. Yeah, yeah just fuck off straight to Wales. Everyone else would do that as well. You'd have no warning. They wouldn't tell us. 
No, you, you get an alert on your phone. They've really? done it in America. It's it's a national thing. You can you can be alerted via your phone, but my phone's on silent when I'm asleep. Don't you remember yeah. that alert that went off in Hawaii? Yeah, missile attack. Seek, seek shelter. Seek shelter, missile is it incoming. Huh. Yeah. Everybody on the island had that. You a 15-minute warning they give you. You wouldn't get that if Russia decides to launch. You get a four it's tops. Like 8.30 in the morning, wasn't it? Something like that. Apparently the Pornhub activity spiked at 200%. Uh, <laughs> but it was just a false alarm. Well, they claimed it was a, a mixture of a false alarm and a drill. They detected something, realised it was fake, but sent it out anyway. As a, as a bit of a drill. To prove the system worked. Yeah, there was a cock up somewhere. I think it took an hour and a half or something before the Maybe. second message to come through saying mm. it's a false alarm. So, you know, they thought they were going to get hit by nuclear weapons. I've seen a documentary on it. It's madness. A scary fucking yeah. prospect. Hey, I like the idea of the text alert, though. No, oh, God, what brilliant. Brilliant. What we're meant to do. Oh, well, at least oh, I know it's coming. Oh, we're meant to put a fucking mattress up against the side of the wall, aren't we? Yeah, get some would, bags of dirt. Get some bags of dirt, prop that up against it, civil yeah. defence, And live in there for two weeks, shitting into a bucket. Yeah, if we got the alert now... I'd delete that straight off and go, fucking scammers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we've got 50... All right, let's put it into context. Then we'll end the show, because we've moved off the film now. 15 minutes, I ain't making it home. I ain't making it to be loved ones, for me, yeah? The roads would be jam-packed, chances are neither would you two. Well, Claire, you could get down the road, if you walked. Yeah. And then there's me... to my family, at least. Nine, fifteen minutes if that went off, all the roads would be Fucking immediately blocked. in five minutes. Oh, you're not too far away, are you? Yeah. Run that, literally. Well, it's just me and Mike dying in here, then. And with the a, cat. With the cat. And the only place you've got to go is that hallway with the doors closed. Because the windows have probably come in. Mm. To stay in that little strip for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> for so the radiation. What you guys do, you'd, you'd, you'd empty the, the kitchen yeah. of all the food and, and put water. it in the hallway. Yeah. Food, Drink. Food, get as much water at the taps as we could into anything we could. Get some kind of bucket to shit in. Grab the cat. Grab the emodium. Grab the emo as much emoji as we could. We've got time to loot the Tesco. No, <laughs> no we haven't. We have got time to loot the Tesco. we never get in there before everyone else got there. <laughs> You'd be alright. You'd have time to loot Tesco. You never have time to get bags of dirt. No. I mean, this says three minutes to Claire's house. I mean, yeah, that's, that's you down to 12 minutes then. That's all the time to loot Tesco and get back and have any kind of meaningful defence set up. But anyway... World War Three, possibly on the cards, mm. who knows? Let's end the show. I'm in Ben, thanks for listening. Follow us on the aforementioned platforms and most podcasting networks under Current of the Ball and the PTA, Facebook on Current of the Ball and the Post of the Apocalypse, and YouTube at Apocalypse Ball. And if I meet you in real life, I'll grab your phone and make you subscribe. Because you probably don't know how to spell Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I struggle. <laughs> Thank God for autocorrect. Don't do it in the furry raid and don't join a call. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. I've been Claire, keep an open mind, but not so open that it spills out your ears. And I've been Pete, aim low but shoot high.